This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 81. Scott's English shows you three smart ways to reach your target IELTS score. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll meet our guest, who is an IELTS professional and has been in the IELTS field for 10 years. He has seen it all, and he's here to give you the three things that you need to do now to get your target score fast. Today, we have a guest on IELTS Energy. Our guest today has prepared thousands of students for the IELTS exam and has helped them achieve their desired IELTS band score. Our guest is based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. Our guest today is Scott Jennings from Scott's English Success. Let's welcome Scott to the show. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Scott, welcome to IELTS Energy. How are you doing today? Lindsay, it's uh, a pleasure to hear, finally hear your voice and uh, uh, yeah. to make contact with you in this way. And um, greetings to all those listening to this podcast. Absolutely. We're excited to have new voices on the show. And we know that you've been in this field for 10 years. You've been working on the IELTS exam, helping a lot of students get the score that they need for a decade. That's a long time to be in the field. So we would love to hear from you today <laughs> to find, yeah, yeah, to find out what your top three tips and tricks are for the IELTS exam for how our listeners can get that score that they really need on this test. Fantastic, Lindsay. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to offer some suggestions that I think will be genuinely helpful for your listeners, uh, for all those taking the IELTS test. It's a, it's Great. a pretty painful activity having to, to go through all this preparation and, oh, and even yeah. sit the test. I, we, we often joke how so many of, uh, the native speakers would have a real tough time with the exam. So, <laughs> I think right. that tells, it says something that, that it really is important to be prepared. I guess yeah. in, in anything in life, the more prepared we are, the, the better it's going to be for us. So here, yeah. here is my, it sort of leads into my first tip. If you, if, uh, if it's okay to give that now. Absolutely. Would, We're excited to hear it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> are you ready? Brace yourself. We, here it comes. My first <laughs> we are ready. Yeah. Get, get to know the test. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you you need to know. I think it was um, a, a Chinese person, very old one, long time ago, said, "Know mm -hmm. thy enemy." Um, and 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 in in a sense, you you're going out to do battle, aren't you? You're 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 battling this this exam, and there are four right. obviously speaking, listening, reading, and writing that they're going to be, you know, having to do battle against. And right. The more that you know about the enemy, if I could use that term, 
Uh, mm-hmm. The better it's going to be for you. you you're able to anticipate uh, what, what's going to be coming up. You don't want to, I, I often say to students, you don't want to spend a millisecond on reading any of the um, the constructs of the question, that is the uh, the instructions for the question. You want to be able to oh, right. to get straight in there. And when you turn the page and you and the timer starts and the examiner says begin now, you want to be able to turn the page and think, hey, this is like an old friend. I I I, re- I know yeah. all of this stuff. I've seen this all. It's not. There's nothing unfamiliar here to me. Of course, the questions themselves are different from the ones that I've practiced with. But knowing yeah. all of the aspects of the exam, knowing what's going to be expected of you is a super important thing. And that can't be done overnight. That's going to take a lot of time and uh, a lot of effort and energy, but it will yeah. pay off. It really. Yeah, I really like that, Scott. I think that's great. And also we can feel so much more relaxed when we know the enemy, right? When we know the test, we go in there and we hear those instructions, but we're not really listening to them because we've heard them so many times. We know exactly what's coming next and what we need to do, right? Correct. You know, there are things like um, the, in the reading test, which you would be familiar with, there, there are around 14, I think I counted 14 different types of questions that are asked in the reading test. So okay. it would be a good thing for a, for a test taker to spend, you know, a good amount of time being familiar with each and every one of those question types. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and that would take that would take a little bit of time and, you know, that would take a bit of research. But once you're familiar with all of those question types, it will give you just that little bit extra time that you need on the exam. The exam mm. itself is one hour. So, you know, you don't want to be spending time trying to figure out, oh, what do I have to do here? Oh, I'm not sure I understand this question or right, what of does course. that mean? No more than two words and or a number. You know, what are, what are those, mm. some of those things you'll see in the exam? What, what's that all about? So, so take the time before you sit the test and save yourself a lot of money too because it's pretty expensive to take the IELTS exam. That's right. That's and, right. That's yeah. right. And we we don't want to end up taking it, you know, three, four, five times. We really need to be prepared and go in there and know that exam. Sometimes it's the little things that we understand about the test that can give us that edge to bump us up from a 6.5 to a 7, right? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. correct. So that's my first main tip is make sure you know the test, get to know the exam, and, and be familiar with it. Know it, you know, to, to use a phrase in English, know it like the back of your hand. That's know a good it, know phrase. Really, I like that one. Yeah, be really <laughs> familiar with it and, and take the time to do that. So don't think that you can get away with preparation. It's really a key. I don't even care if you've graduated from university. Everyone needs to prepare for the exam at some level. Right, because we know that even native speakers don't always get that perfect score, right? So clearly we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. I like that, Scott. Thank you for that. So get to know the test, understand the question types, understand the instructions, and really give yourself that advantage because that's really the easy part, isn't it? It, Putting in the hours and preparing and knowing the test. That's right. And that kind of brings me to my second key point that I would, I would encourage students as part of their preparation to, to understand how you'll actually be assessed. Um, a number of years ago, IELTS um, conducted uh, a, a survey of exam takers and they asked which, which of the four um, 
tests that we, they offer, which of the four, as in speaking, listening, reading, or writing, which of the four mm-hmm. uh, were the most challenging or the most difficult for test takers? And Lindsay, can you guess which was number one? <laughs> well, my guess is speaking, but it might be writing. It's hard to say. We Our listeners struggle with both. What do you think? Was it speaking? Yeah, well, the thing that came out actually was writing. Writing, okay. So writing okay. Was, yeah. was the number one most difficult exam for for students. Uh, they, they found it a really challenging. And it makes a lot of sense because when you write something, you, you only have one chance obviously to to put the information down you don't have a chance to edit or or correct it once it's been handed in it's yeah. it's permanent yeah. it's 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 lasting and that's what that's what you're handing into the examiner f- to um to get your your IELTS score so what what I what I often tell students is you need to be really familiar with how you're going to be assessed in your writing test now there are four categories of assessment. The first one is called task achievement. You can find these if you go to Google, type in IELTS writing public band score descriptors. Mm-hmm, you'll, okay. you'll see it's, a, it's kind of a complex um, piece of paper, but it, it details from band nine, which is the, the native speaker, down to, um, to zero. And it gives a little description of each of the four. The first one, as I said, is task achievement. Okay. And the second one is uh, grammar. Grammar. So grammar, mm-hmm. range, and accuracy. The mm-hmm. third one is what IELTS call coherence and cohesion. Okay. Those two words are, are useful to, to know and to, to understand. Make that a part of your vocabulary bank. Coherence yeah. meaning, can I understand what I've just read? Does it make sense to me? Mm-hmm. And cohesion meaning, does it flow from one idea to the next in a in a clear and, and logical way? Yeah. So so that's the third main thing that they're going to look at. The fourth then is uh, vocabulary, the words that you use. Are they appropriate right. for the context? Uh, you know, it's an academic context, so we, we want to use uh, suitable vocabulary in the in the essay. So absolutely. Yeah, those those four things, Lindsay, would be where I would begin as a, a, a test taker. Um, yeah, yeah. A wise Yeah, guy. I think, absolutely. If we're going to be writing an essay, right, for the IELTS yeah. exam, we really, we want to start there with knowing exactly what the examiner's looking for from your essay, and then we can, we can build out from that point. But starting with that as a foundation of knowledge is super important. Yeah. I mean, have you yeah. seen that your, with your students, the students who start there, do they tend to have more success? I would, I would imagine so. Yeah, well, I was just about to say that um, Stephen Covey is a guy I have a lot of respect for. He's an American writer. And he wrote the book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the habits of a highly effective person, he said, was to begin with the end in mind. And I think that that's a nice phrase, begin with the end in mind. So you're thinking about, well, where am I heading with this? What what do I need to do with this essay? Uh, in, in, in our case, obviously, uh, our writing test. So the ending is well, how I'm going to be assessed. So I need to have that really super clear in my mind when I go into the exam that, okay, they're going to look for task achievement. That means, did I answer the question? Did I, did I 
handle all of the elements of the question, and you, you need to read those. Um, in, in IELTS Academic, for example, they say summarize the information by selecting and reporting the main ideas and yeah. um, make comparisons where relevant. So that that sentence, you know, put it on your fridge door, write it on your ceiling so that you know exactly what it is that you need to do as part of your task achievement. Then yeah. writing task two, you know, you, you have to, to do what you have to do in that one. So you, you need to be aware of what you need to do. And, and beginning with the end in mind, for me and what I teach my students is having a, a clear knowledge of those four things. And, and that will give you uh, a real good, strong orientation for, you know, what you're going to do on the, on the day of the exam. Yeah, I think that's huge, Scott. I mean, it's, and we're lucky because we're being given, we're being fed these particular things that the, the examiner is looking for. We know exactly what they are. In a lot of testing situations, other tests, exams, we don't necessarily know exactly what the examiner wants or what the graders are going to look for. But in this case, we have that information. So why not start there, right? Uh, absolutely. And, and, uh, and so that would be my, my, my second, uh, key is, you know, have an understanding and particularly dealing with writing because so many have such a hard time with it and um, have that firmly fixed in your mind what, okay, what it is good. You, you'll be assessed yeah. on. Are you taking the IELTS exam this summer? Are you wondering how to get started? We now have a course that will show you how to get your seven or higher with the right strategies, a daily study plan, and guidance from the best professionals in the IELTS field. Go right now to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and try it for a dollar for three days. See you there. Thank you, Scott. That's a great tip. I really like yeah. that. Yeah. It, yeah. No problem. I, I hope it's helpful for everyone out there. Now, a last um, kind of leads to my to my final tip, and that is stick to an exam plan. You know, yeah. have a plan. How are you going to take tackle each each part of the exam? Those who are plan who have a plan, who are well planned, who have thought through. And have a, a system for taking yeah. each each of the macro skills, uh, each of the of the four exam modules. Those who have a plan and stick to that each and every time, uh, it's it's been shown that they do better. So, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, especially in in something like reading, for example. Um, you know, we've tried every every uh, kind of way way imaginable to to tackle the reading mm-hmm. the reading test. And um, we've we've proven that that it really is best to um, to skim through first to to take a note of the of the passage and then mm-hmm. go to the the questions and, mm-hmm. and get a feel for for your essay. I, I often tell students that when they're they're reading through the essay or the um, the, the reading uh, passage, they they can imagine it as a, as a map. And, okay. You know, when you look at a map, you know where certain features are on that map. Yes. You know, for example, if you're looking at a map of your local area where you live, well, you know, okay, uh, there's my house, there's the park, there's the school, there are the shops. Well, in a sense, you, you do, you can do the same or think of it, think of it, um, 
like that when you're doing the reading, that you, you go through the reading passage and then as you highlight and identify things that you're going through, you it becomes like a kind of a map to you. So you know, Ooh. oh yeah, there's that feature in the top of the first paragraph or here we have in the second paragraph a main point and, and here's another one down the bottom of this page and then turning the page over. I see. So, so what you, you're doing is you're becoming familiar with the lay the layout of the text and mm. then it makes it a lot easier for you to be able to locate where answers are and you're reading in a little more depth when it comes time to to writing your answer on the answer sheet. Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine we can gain a lot of confidence by being kind of well oriented to know where we are at all times within the reading and what is actually going on. You know, we can lose confidence quickly if we feel like we don't know what's actually happening and where things are within the reading. Yeah, um, that's and, exactly right. And and I, I guess a point related to this third point of stick to an exam plan um, a related point to that, which is which I realize is a very challenging point, but I, I need to tell you, I need to tell everyone this because it is perhaps more, more, more important than any of the things that I've said. And that is, okay, please tell us. You, you really have to have a large vocabulary. <laughs> right. You, you have yeah. to understand lots and lots of words. The okay. more, you, more words you understand, the easier it is to get that map of the text and you, you don't right. slow down. See, so as you're going through, uh, driving through your neighborhood, it's real easy to know where to go left and right and you know where your place is exactly. But if I asked you to come to my house, you know, it would be, wow, I, I have no idea where he lives. I, I don't know yeah. which way to go left or right. It's kind of like that when you're doing the reading test. You're, if you, if you don't know a lot of words, then you're, you, you're confused. You, you, your pace slows down. And, mm. and you become stuck and then okay. your heart starts racing, you become nervous, you think, <laughs> yeah, that's when we get into trouble. I've wasted yeah. my IELTS test money. Oh no. Oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, Lindsay, that's a, a real key. And what, what you have to do is you have to turn it into a, a fun game. Learning vocabulary is just a great, exciting, interesting, fun thing to do. Change yeah, your yeah. thinking about it. And then you'll uh, you'll you'll pick up new words far more readily. Absolutely. I mean, so it's good to know that vocabulary, in many ways, is vocabulary words are the building blocks of the, the reading test and other parts of the test too. So we want to make sure that we focus on that. I mean, on this podcast, we do try to do specific episodes on idioms, phrasal verbs, and academic vocabulary to get our listeners ready for that. But I'm glad right. you said that, Scott. That is really important. We can't ignore vocabulary, and that's where the plan comes in, right? Not just the plan in terms of each section, and that's important too, the strategy, but also the overall learning plan for the entire if you're taking a course or if you're preparing on your own you really need to have a daily plan as you've just said yeah yeah that's right and and be realistic about building your vocabulary i've i've met lots and lots and lots of students over the years who who know them the definition of the word but right. they don't really know how to use that word <clears throat> yeah yeah so, that's huge so it's it's super important that that you learn how to use the word and and know what it means, of course, but know in what contexts and in in what ways to use the word. And there's a, a website which is um, uh, dictionary.cambridge.org, 
And it's a really good dictionary online that students can access for free. Mm-hmm. And it has the, the word itself. It has um, pronunciation of the word in English, uh, British English and American English. It, of course, it has the definition of the word. But it also has that word used in a sentence or two. And there's a, there's a way to learn vocabulary that, um, and that, that will be a really good step along the road to, to building vocabulary. Oh, that's good. That's a great resource. Thank you for mentioning mm-hmm. that. So dictionary.cambridge.org, right? Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. A good. Okay, go. awesome. Awesome. So just to sum up your tips here, Scott, so you've told us that the three things we need to do, get to know the test, right? Understand the question types, understand the instructions, do all of that beforehand, because in my opinion, I think that's the easy part, right? That's the easy part. We can prepare, we can put in the time, we can, you know, sit at our desk and get ready. Number two, as you said, was understand how you're going to be assessed, especially on the writing. And I would also add to that on the speaking test, right? To really know what the examiner wants on that speaking test. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And number three, stick to a plan in in the individual sections, have a strategy and also have a learning plan and know where you're going and what you're doing to get ready. Because as you've said, this exam is not cheap. The stakes are high for our listeners, right? They're they're trying to get into academic programs and graduate programs and, you know, become professionals abroad and the stakes are super high. So let's take this seriously and let's let's get down to business there. (laughs) Very good. Definitely, definitely correct. And it's uh, I look at uh, the IELTS is almost like a big iron gate, you know, and it remains firmly locked from That's right. all the things, all the good things you want to do, it remains firmly right. locked and shut until you get that uh, required band score. So yeah, yeah. it's huge, it's huge, yeah. life changing thing. I mean, yeah, we well, can well, get some, beyond that gate. We can change our lives. Absolutely. Some people I, I, I've met, Lindsay, actually quit their jobs. They they uh, they do nothing else but prepare for the IELTS exams, and you know those wow. uh, for their IELTS exam, and and those people. Are, are the the winners? They're the ones who you talk to a month or two later, and you say, "How did you go in your in your exam?" And they say, "Yeah, yeah, I, I got the score mm-hmm. I needed." Uh, so yeah, it does take a level of seriousness and um, you know a phase of life that that has to be negotiated. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, one mistake that we've seen that some people tend to make is they they think that just learning little tips, I mean, these tips are perfect and these are good to get started, but it's obviously not enough to pass an exam, right? When it comes to an, the exam, we need to sit down and get to work and practice things and, and, and yep. use the tips that you've heard and not just hear a quick tip and expect to get, have us get the score that we need, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's unrealistic for someone to say, and a lot of people uh, have written to me over the years, uh, I'm, I'm doing my exam next week. What what tips can you give me? Well, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, friend. It, it's it's too late. You you should have no. been planning for this months ago. Uh, yeah. It's really that kind of exam. So no quick fixes, really. That might be a little bit of a bad news for some, but uh, you know you have to. If you're planning to go, for example, to university, you really you really have to be ready for the uh, the university environment. And uh, part of that is getting ready for the uh, for the IELTS exam, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. And taking it seriously and investing in our future. That's it. So to that end, Scott, we know that you have some interesting things going on online. Where can our listeners find out more about you online and what you're doing online? Sure. Lindsay, we've got a, a website that's called scottsenglish.com. Okay. And okay. Uh, we've, we've been preparing test takers for, for many years. We're very We've been very grateful for the support that so many have given over the years to, to the site. And uh, we do, you know, obviously the things that I'm talking about or have spoken to you about, uh, we, we teach all of that and more on, on our site. So we invite you to come and check us out at scottsenglish.com. Excellent. So we want to encourage our listeners to go over there and check it out at scottsenglish.com. Well, very cool. Thank you so much for your time today, Scott. Thank you for coming in and letting us know these tips. I think these are really important and they're great starting points for our listeners to get going with this exam and pass the test to move on with their, their lives and their dreams. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's my pleasure. And I, I really do hope, I, I do hope that some of the things that, that we've spoken about here might help some people out there to... Um, to get over this this beast that we call IELTS, and yeah. uh, and then enjoy the uh, the fruits of the and the rewards of success in the exam. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Scott. Thanks for coming by and and have a good day. Enjoy. Thanks, Lindsay. You too. Bye for now. Thanks. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 